What up, though, YouTube? I'm Jay Raphael here with my guys Montel Skrilla and D Marl, and you're listening to the Talk 100 podcast. It's Friday night, and if you know me, you know I'm feeling all right. If you're falling through for the first time, hit that like button, hit the subscribe, share it with somebody. That allows us to do what we do, which is put the current events and trending topics on the chopping block. We give our perspectives and our opinions, and we always make sure we keep it a buck. Check us out online at talk100.com, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Twitch at talk the number one H U N N I D. Thank you for being here on a Friday night and giving us your support. If you want to link up with us and be a part of the conversation, you can catch the live show on our website uh, by clicking the live link in the navigation bar, or you can just drop a comment in the section below, and we'll try to work your perspective into the discussion tonight. We're going to be jumping around tonight. whole lot of stuff going on this week, and, uh, you know, more police shootings and all this type of stuff that we'll be following these court cases for the, for the, in the near future, so... We're going to chop it up a little bit about that and a whole lot of other stuff. So keep it locked in and we'll be back in a minute. Fellas, what up, though? What up, though? Final what's Friday. Good, what's good? What's happening? Good last fellas. Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We had the last Friday of the month, man. It's been a long month. It's been a long, crazy month. A lot of different emotions. Yeah. yeah. Whole lot going on in the media. I guess we're just going to jump right on in with this Anthony. Oh, I'm sorry. Andrew Brown Jr. Case. Uh, young man who was uh, fatally shot by deputy sheriffs last week. And uh, he was, what, 42 years old in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Uh, a lot of questions. Uh, once again, has, uh, D. Marl, did you, did you get a chance to follow the case this week? What's your point I did of view? Well, I did follow it. And they were just basically pushing, trying to get the... Um, trying to get those body cams, trying to get the footage from that. The department didn't want to release it. The sheriff's department didn't want to release it. So they took it to court. And the judge initially said, well, it's going to be 15 days or something like that before they release it, which spells or smells like, you know, what are y'all doing? Are y'all going to cut some stuff out? What's going on? Smell and they, like they did issue the, yeah, smell like, yeah, don't smell good. And they what they did, they gave them a 20-second clip at first and said, hey, we got it. We'll get back with the rest of you. And, and one of the pros, um, defense, defense, um, one of the lawyers, somebody said, well, this is going to this. We can't just be openly releasing these films because it's going to taint people's view and everything else. Basically, what he's really speaking to is how everything else has been so transparent and that's been making everything slated. Well, it's not supposed to be slated for the law enforcement. It's supposed to be whatever is right. <laughs> Did you do right or wrong? But uh, Skrilla was saying something before. I know we jumped online on the other part of why he even had the warrant. Actually, I didn't know that part of it. I, he can probably uh, tune and uh, um, chime in on that part. Yeah, Skrilla, what's your point of view? So what basically the arrest warrants was because they, they're saying that he 
sold um, uh, with the intent to sell three grams of cocaine to an undercover cop and um, also three grams of meth. So we're talking six grams of, you know, illegal, allegedly, you know, drugs or whatever the case may be. That's what the warrant was for. So when you see the video that they're showing on the news, they see you see them pulling up in the in the uh, truck, and you know, looks like um, like some third world country, you know, riding around with you know automatic weapons and 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 bulletproof vests, and you know, just uniformed up, pulling up, and you know, basically to execute the man for a warrant. That I mean, it wasn't no large quantity of drugs that. The uh, warrant was for, you know, we're talking about six grams of of uh, uh, drugs altogether. That's what they're saying that um, he sold. So uh, at least to the undercover cop, that's what they're saying. That's what the warrant was for. And I mean, regardless of the fact, if that were true, it still doesn't warrant them to execute the man. Um, they're saying that the, the fatal shot was um, was um, in the back of the head. So we had, um, and then I'm looking at the car, man. They, I counted, they were shooting at the back of his car, man. I, I counted at least five bullet holes in his car on the side. Then the back window was shattered. Uh, it, I mean, it looked like they just did a drive-by on a a, a, a West arrest warrant. Um, um, Let's see. I'm I'm trying to get to the video. Uh, well, okay, it's it's yeah. uh it's 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 a new day, man. Why you why you looking for that? It's a new day. It's 2021, and it seems like the use of force is under question. It's under the microscope right now, all across the country, and I think rightfully so. You know, we being at the at the end of the baton for the most parts throughout uh you know history. I think it's a good thing. What y'all think about that? The fact that the use of force is uh, is under question. What you think, Man. I think it's good. I think that's a good thing because look what's happening. I mean, it's just you can't trust people to make the right decision. They're showing up on these calls, and it just always, I mean, instantly, it just goes to a fatality. Instantly. That's crazy. Besides the windows that shattered, on one on the passenger side in the back, I count eight bullet holes. Of course, we don't know what went through the went what what went through the back window. You know that he was driving a, a 750 BMW, and uh, basically was executed in that mug. And when know? you see like him riding said, up the street, it just looked like mm-hmm. that's what they had on their mind. Like, like yeah, maybe this guy ha- knew something that uh, they needed to take him out. It's the same thing with they, Floyd. Yeah, because that's yeah, because what they did was he was in his car, so they approached him, and he had his hand. He they said he had his hands on the steering wheel. By the way, his son, he got an adult son that's like about twenty something years old or whatever. He'd been speaking out and stuff like that at the press conference. Said that because he seen the whole thing. I guess he was on a porch or wherever it was. Oh, there were witnesses. He was not the only yeah. witness. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely witnesses. And basically, he said he had his hands on there. And so they still somehow end up with a shooting. It just, that's crazy. It just, and, and then he tried to get away because he's like, man, they're not going, they're trying to kill me or whatever. So I'm just, then he just, he did the whole try to run thing. And so, like you said, uh, Skrilla, 
that's when they start shooting up his car. I mean, it literally was like, like you said, like a street thing. How are they going to beat this? That's that's something, man. I mean, you can't use no three grams uh, and, and like he was just a drug kingpin and he might have had guns and this and that. And y'all shoot through the back yeah, of the window. Man, that's they, crazy. They shot. Yeah, this is just one side that I'm looking at. Like I said, it's like eight bullet holes. Um, he was shot in the arm, in the side of the arm, and in the back of the head. Like, like basically the neck part, the bullet just went through the back of his, his, his neck. Like the lower part, I mean the top part of his neck, man, as the autopsy was shown. Yeah, right. The family said that they released 28 seconds of the video but they had redacted it and they blurred out the guns and the cops' faces and Edited. you know that type of thing like Edited. that. So, Altered. That's what that says yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're just basically saying that um I guess, you know, to they don't want to impede the progress of the investigation. And <laughs> they didn't right. want to release, you know, like DeMar was saying. However, it looks like they're trying to um, you know, cover their tracks. But, I mean, there's witnesses, there's video, there is the evidence, the car, of all these bullets that, that are, they just fired at this dude for for uh, a regular arrest warrant. Now, did they say he had anything when they walked up to the car? Did it, was there a weapon there? Like, what was the reason for them? They didn't say that much. The, uh, the sheriff is trying to pass it on to the state's um, uh, attorney and, you know, yeah, investigators we to, to, to basically come in and take, uh, you know, control over the investigation. But apparently the family wanted to see what happened. Of course, they were there and saw what happened. But, they right. did, you know, they're, they're, they're trying their best to, to cover it up, basically. So we had At another, another uh, <clears throat> black man killed uh i guess it was this week that anthony thompson jr the 17 year old who was shot at the school uh d Mar, did you hear anything about that one did you find out any more information no i didn't find out too much more information on that one uh unfortunately on that one with that with that situation so apparently he was uh the boyfriend of a young girl whose mother was a white woman and she called the cops and uh, told the police that this guy, he carries a nine millimeter. He carries a gun, and he was at school. So the police go to the school, and somehow they end up in a bathroom stall, and that's where it all went goes down. So they got camera footage of that as well of the of the scuffle, but um, and then I guess the shots. But I don't know. I, I didn't watch it, man, because I'm tired of looking at all of these killings like this. Just crazy me man but I, I just feel like with this particular case you got to talk to the kids it's like you gotta you gotta save your own life we know when like i always say when you got up this morning you knew that you know you, the cards were stacked against you people not gonna like you people who are in power why in the hell would you uh willingly go into a bathroom there's no way i'm going into no bathroom if y'all gonna kill me you're gonna kill me right here in this hallway uh, in front of some cameras, possibly in other adults or, or witnesses. I'm not going into a bathroom with no police. What y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't want to say that the kid did anything wrong because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not really thinking clearly. Unfortunately, you know, you should, like, 
you know, basically the police need the police <laughs> to police right. them they, while they do their job. Why so they that do their they job. don't harm us. But I mean, we call it right what it but is. But we got man. too it's many stories, season. though. Well, it's we open season on stories. us, man. I mean, that's, that's just what it is. You know, when it comes to our lives, they don't value our lives or rights enough to, to even warn just to arrest whatever they called the um, police for, I'm sure it did not warn him being killed. But see, at the end of the day, until they start dropping how we drop, you know, there's not going to be any accountability and you cannot trust them to investigate themselves, especially when there is a possible civil case. To, you know what I'm saying? So e e even if you say, uh, you know, they had some wrong in, in the pro uh, process of arresting the kid or whatever, it doesn't even go um, with their, their, um, their system to, to go against themselves because essentially it's going to be a lawsuit. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a mess. So at the end of the day, they just have to come to the realization that, you know, what they do to others can happen to them. And then maybe they can value their, the lives of, of, of black folks, um, you know, That's a good point. And, and since you said that, DeMarle, you've sent me a story this week about the two deputies that were killed. I don't know if they was killed by a black person, but I didn't get a chance to go too deep into that. So I, apparently the, the suspect was uh, killed and two other people was dead, too. I think five people in total. Yeah, that got real ugly. And I'm not, I got to pull that up right now to look into the details. Because when I pulled that up, I just that grabbed my attention. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So I'm like, they, you know, now it's come turning into a situation. And see, this is what you're going to have. You're going to have, you're going to start seeing a reaction from the other both sides. And that's what's getting bad about this. Uh, like Skiller said, it's getting become an open season. But now you're going to have it where it's just where they show up. And it's just going to go the other way. So it still won't be a good thing. It's not going to be a good look. Yeah, man. Well, e either way, rest in peace to them two brothers and their families and, you know, all of that good stuff. And, you know, we got to get it together out here, man. But you're listening right now to the Talk 100 podcast. This is what we do on Friday nights. We link up, we chop it up, we kick it about current events, things that's going on in the world and around us and uh, mixed in with some other stuff, too. So keep it locked on us and we will return in a second. So the CDC, Montel, they said that you can ease those guidelines of that mask, but only if you'd have had both shots. So if you've had, if you've completed oh, your yeah. first round of vaccine and everything, then you can take the mask off and feel a little bit more comfortable out here. What you thinking about that? I mean, I know you, you like me, man. We, we just wear the mask because we have to and, <laughs> and uh, you know, respect whatever, whatever, but. I'm tired of this mass situation. I'm tired of all of this. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that, though. If people still dying, then what? What they send a mixed signals to me. What you think, Skrilla? 
Um, well, I want to know what what changed their so-called research because when um, you go to the uh, CDC, you know, they're still saying that you have to practice social distance. <laughs> that that's just you know uh that's 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 what it was a couple of weeks ago so um you know so now i guess they're trying to say that you know i mean hey i guess that's that's what they've come to the realization over the last couple of weeks how they did that i don't know mm -hmm. i see biden uh <laughs> I, I don't know if he did it today, but I know he was set to announce that 100 million people were fully vaccinated as of today or yesterday or whatnot. So we should be seeing the numbers going down. Based on, you know, just that information, like, don't that make sense? If y'all say that the vaccines was the reason, you know, or, or the uh, what you had to do to, to uh lessen the numbers then we should start physically seeing the count move or the yeah, curve it's, it's, it's kind of like double talk because i'm looking at their um you know what you should do what you should keep doing if you've been fully vaccinated is that you still should protect yourself and others wearing a mask indoor and in indoor public settings uh gatherings indoors with unvaccinated people visiting indoors with an unvaccinated person uh, you still should avoid indoor large gathering. So it's a bunch of double talk because they're not coming out and saying that because you've fully been vaccinated that you can't get it or you can't spread it. They're still saying, you know, you still should, um, uh, you know, practice social distancing. And they're saying right here on the CDC, they're saying that if you develop symptoms, you know, or if you've been around someone sick, you should get tested and stay at home and away from others. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's like, so how and you know how can they come out and say, you know, where's the medical science that they're using to say that? Because right here on their website, they're saying you should still keep doing what everybody else that's unvaccinated are doing. Right. I think all <laughs> hell going to break loose when they tell you that you have to be vaccinated to get on the airplane. I saw the uh, Congress lady or somebody from Australia, they kicked her off the uh, airline. It was one plane that she would uh, fly to Washington or wherever to uh, for whatever business that she had to do. Uh, but now she can't fly no more because she wouldn't wear the mask. And now she got to take this ferry that is it's a ridiculous amount of time for her to get to where she need to be to, to do what she need to do. But I can see that type of situation happening a lot more where you just kind of like, you get, uh, I don't know, blackballed or your name going to this type of, you know, system saying that, nah, you was tripping down in Georgia, so you won't be able to get I, on the plane nowhere. Yeah, I think it's gonna turn to that. You right about that, Chubb. I, I, I think it's gonna really turn to a whole thing where they are gonna start restricting. But they they're not standing behind what they're reporting in the news, you know. So um, I, I I don't know if y'all listened to Biden's um, um, address to the nation. You know, his hundred day mark came the other day, and he addressed the nation with some um, more rhetoric. And um, I guess the you know um, the the 
thesis or the um, theory now is the fact that, oh, you know, 200 million people have been vaccinated and, you know, yada, yada, we've arrived, we're ready to move on. But then again, they can't it was pumped up. They, they was pumped up in that room, baby. They, they can't tell you that the vaccines work because they're saying right here on the CDC website, they're saying that um, it may prevent uh, COVID. The vaccines may prevent, um, you know, you getting uh, certain strands or variants, but could be less effective against. So, so it doesn't even protect you against all the variants of right. the, the strand the and, percentages and, and yada, drop. yada, yada, Right, the percentages. Yeah. But then here, this is how you know this is a, um, a, a, a trial run because it's saying the more people get vaccinated, we're still learning and we're, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I so mean, they practice dummies. We know that. We said that yeah. before it even got came, it went out. We're just the guinea pigs. They just created, it's mean, been like, uh, what, a little over yeah. a year since they decided to go down this vaccine route. Like how much yes, data so. has been collected in one year, one cycle? It's crazy. So, so but this uh, this this um address that he did, according to Nielsen, it was like, like almost it was like twenty six million viewers, in like sixteen TV networks that tuned in, and um, that was like a lot, like forty four percent or something like that below when Donald Trump did his first address to Congress in oh uh, seventeen. So they they trying to really put that out there. That's one we'll put thing. Put that I, out there. That was put out. I think I got that off of CNN. Uh, uh, <laughs> but that's kind of crazy because <laughs> they kill me with these. They kill me they with put these. They too much information to, to out. Though. Like why would they? they yeah. It seemed like they, what, they what's fuel the point of that? on. What is the point of that? They fuel yep. on things that they that they don't want to happen. Like you teach people how to make a bomb on on the news, and you wondering why there's more bombs you know, at a, in a period of time or whatever, you know, you're putting out all of this sexually explicit stuff and, and you're thinking that uh, these pedophiles and people like that are not going to wake up and, and tune in. I yeah. don't know. It's like a big old contradiction gonna, to me. They're going to go ahead and be a more of, of that. Exactly that. What you're putting in front of them. Yeah. That doesn't make any, yeah, I mean, no sense. So did y'all, did y'all see the Kamala Harris, um, white supremacist, you know, drop that she did live on TV when she made the comment about, uh, about you know, America not being um, a racist country, but, you know, we got the homegrown mm -hmm. terrorism that's like the biggest threat to the people of America. And then she, mm. she, she went ahead to say white supremacy, you know, and she talked a little bit about that. And I've seen a lot of people kind of, they didn't like that. That was actually the first time I ever heard anybody in a position like this drop drop something like that. White supremacy, you know? It's kind of hard said, to avoid. Use the at word. This point. You said, yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah, she she so she actually said white supremacy was the problem. The homegrown well, they, terrorism. Mm hmm So that's like the biggest threat to America. What'd you say, Skrilla? I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid that. And um, leading the pack of the white supremacist terrorists are the government um, agents uh, we call cops. Mm. Local governments, state governments. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Government-funded 
terrorists. They like the pawns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, it's self evident, you know. So I mean, at this point, it's it's cool to say that, and it's just more rhetoric. But however, there isn't legislation in in that speech that Biden, um, um, you know, uh, spewed out of his mouth the other day. Um, within that, he's I urge Congress to pass this bill to you know woo woo woo. But then he didn't say nothing about the the Asian bill. wasn't he just uh, executive ordered that? Same with the, you know, other executive orders that he did. He does, um, according to some analysts, he does have the power to write the executive order of which he's urging Congress to pass. So that's like passing the buck. You know, they say a little rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, watch what they do, which is probably absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I hear and, what you uh, say, but I watch what you do. Now exactly. he dropped he dropped that uh or or the proposal on the uh or he proposed to the the Congress the the one point eight trillion dollar American Families Plan, and he basically you know begged the Republican lawmakers to work with him on these issues and uh to join his his uh his agenda basically so. What y'all think about that? Giving more people money. I I, I I read earlier this week that something some somewhere up in there, families were supposed to be getting like eight thousand dollars for uh, you know, just like a new stimulus package. I didn't look at all the details, but more free money. And in exchange for in exchange for more government involvement. That's what it seems like. So what y'all think well, about that? Well, there's going to be param- It's going to be some parameters, of course. Well, we you know, know you're going to be having to give up some of your civil liberties in order to. They're not just about to just give you money without, you know, something in return. I mean, you. I mean, where is it coming from? Taxpayers' dollars. I mean, you're going to pay it back, or you know, at some point they're going to raise the taxes in something. I mean, they just. I mean, and but at the same time, rightfully so. Um, one of the funniest things about this dude's speech to me is he, you know, he just was bringing up like random people. You know, a nurse told me they wrote me a letter and, you know, he's going through this whole little spew of, uh, you know, I guess, concerned citizens or, or grateful citizens. And um, he said something about her basically getting a stimulus check. And then, you know, and she was able to pay her her um, rent for a month and. Put food on a table. This is what we're about. And you da, da, da. I'm like, man, wait a minute, bro. We've been on lockdown for almost two years. And that lady was able to make one rent payment. I guess that kept her current. Like, what? <laughs> <It's> people. <laughs> I mean, if you just listen to, like, how they present it. And, you know, you got to do some fact checking with, with, with these guys. Because they'll try to make you think that, you know, we're back on track. I told y'all about that billboard right here in Michigan um, on Interstate 94. Um, what is that, uh, JR, um, right there by the back airport? Before Maryland. They got a big billboard with Biden on there talking about America's back on track, you know? That's the, <laughs> that's the thing they're trying to spew, like, oh, yeah, we're back on track. We got everything going. And 
I don't know about y'all, but it's the same as last year, right? You know what that sounds like to me? Make America great again. How's that any different than that? What do you mean back on track when black people still get killed, you know, uh, by police officers, people we supposed to trust to keep us safe? You know, all this kind of, you know, different type of gaps, racial disparities and all these financial things going on. But you mean back on track? Has it ever been on track for black folks? I don't know, man. Definitely ain't on track. Well, I don't now. think I don't think he was speak. I don't I don't think he was speaking to that. I think he's speaking on back on what what the status quo. That side outside of that side of things. Well, then we Trump can say, well, when I say make America great again, I'm not speaking he, he, to that. He's thing. talking about this. He's talking about this pandemic and talking about how things were froze up from work. And so what happens is, is you you what what's going to be the steps to go back in there? That's what the attempt is. I'm not saying. Um, how far it is on a measuring stick. So I'm not actually speaking speaking up for that. I'm just saying what he the, the, what he trying to con- what he's basically trying to convey from what it seemed like. And we say back on track, back on track from even what if it's two years ago when Trump was in office or four years ago, whatever. So that when he says that, that's what he's saying. Because the reality of it is it's all last year. We gotta count last year. We don't count when he got in office. From last year and when things went haywire to now is it was a difference. Well so, you think He's you think that. that's he's what he means. The numbers don't but show you that. think that's what he means. The numbers don't no, show no, that. No, I'm just, I'm just talking about what he's saying. I'm just talking about the, the, what I he's saying. I mean, we don't know say. what he said. When you say back on track. Said exactly what I said. It said that, you know, he's he's he, you're you're inferring that that's what he meant. Right. I'm not saying that that's what he meant because at the end of the day, he wants to put out there that we're back on track as if, you know, things are just back to normal or there's some but uh, unemployment is still the same. People hey, but still... what we what we do know is that what we do know is that what we do know is that he done picked up from where Obama done left off. And that's, that's and what we know. Way, doesn't matter. Yeah, what that's, what that we do know is he that he done picked years. up where that's Obama what left off. We had off to deal with the last administration for four years. He's going to be able for four years. All right. Well, let me get let me finish my point, though. I'm just saying is what we know for sure. All the speculation is what it is, but what we can see see is that we back on track to where Obama administration left off. That's a fact. I mean, dang, all this that you talking about is just speculation. And a lot of people people okay with that. You said that, but a lot of people okay with that. I'm just talking like, about the facts. I'm trying to be facts. cool about it. Okay. It ain't about, know, okay, about that's, go, that's another level. I mean, we just talking about the facts. Put the facts on the table. The facts is you don't know what he going to do yet. It's four months. Let's go to break. It's four months and you on there and, and it's whining and moaning. But you, you want Trump to be back in there? Don't go there with me, bro. I've been through this. We'll be back in a minute. So your boy Jay-Z, you know, we always bringing Jay-Z up on this show. But uh, Jay-Z has sold his share of the the title stake for like $350 million. So he done flipped it. I think he started off with like a $53 million investment when they first started that off. And now he done got up out of there in and out with a profit. Skrilla, what you think? that means for the future of streaming and 
you know, that that aspect of the music game. It may be another element that some, you know, that the new um, company is going to do. It doesn't really affect me, per se, or, um, you know, as far as just the title and all that. I mean, I don't use title. Hopefully they make it more accessible to some of the artists, you know, to where they can put their music on there and and, uh, get those streams. So I know it was some, some, um, some, like, Basically, or they were getting paid less on title platforms, um, you know, the artists. So hopefully they, they can, like, spread that love around so that, you know, the artists can get their money off of um, title as well as iTunes and some of the other platforms that are paying them more. Mm-hmm. So what what y'all think about uh, people who say that, how's that any different than, you know, the BET selling out with BET? You know, the people say, well, we don't have really no black media, so we don't need to, uh, like, we need to maintain these type of uh, investments so that it could shape the future for black folks in general. You know, they say, the, you know, it ended up in the end selling BET, and then now it is what it is, like, which is totally different than how it began and what we grew up on. Yeah, I, I mean, there may be some truth to that, but the more... Um, small business owners, you know, title doesn't, you know, title didn't put food on my table. If I would have bought a subscription to title, my life wouldn't have been affected by it. But if, you know, my uncle owns the grocery store, if my aunt owned, you know, the tax um, uh, company, uh, you know, a firm or whatever, I think those businesses would have a more direct impact on our everyday living. So, you know, it's still America's built on small business, you know, um, you know, your grocery store, your uh, transportation, um, all those things like that. You know, and I think we if we own more of those things, we would see a direct impact. But I mean, BET and all that other stuff, man, I mean, we should have a staple where we can have our voice heard and things like that. But essentially you do get into business to build that business up to um, possibly sell it for a profit. I'm not mad at that aspect, but I mean, a streaming service is not going to increase our quality of life, you know? Yeah. In this instance. I I, I guess I could agree with that, you know, but at the same time, it's different from like a grocery store, like you said, because just the impact that that, like music or arts and entertainment in general has on shaping like the culture and different cultures and just the timing of uh, where we are. Like you, you allow them into your living room. They in your son's headphones. You know what I mean? So I think it has a huge impact on society. Maybe, but do I don't have a title um, subscription. Do you? No, I don't. I never did. I don't know anybody that does. I'm not saying that nobody around me does, but, I mean, uh, most folks get their music off of YouTube and, <laughs> and iTunes, you know. I mean, music is almost like a, a backdrop to a lifestyle or whatever because it's free. It's everywhere, you know. And, like, when I listen to new music, I ain't going to lie, I go to YouTube and I stream it. If I like it, I might buy it, but... Other than that, I mean, it's just like one continuous beat. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the art is cheap now a day. You rarely get those artists that 
um, you know, come out. Certain artists that I like, they come out. I ain't got to hear a single. I ain't, you know, I'm, oh, I'm getting that, you know, just on GP because I didn't, you know, heard enough of their music and I know they putting out quality. But as far as like all of these little this and little that baby this and, you know, I'm saying that's just pretty much like, mm, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sound like that other song, you know what I'm saying? Or you buy these guys, you listen to their mixtapes or album. It's like one continuous beat. The 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 I I don't like a lot of the content. You know, it's only so many times, like I say, it's only so many times a rapper can come up and just say, Oh, I sold your like bruh, after your third album, bruh, I want to hear some content. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you can mix it in. But I'm honestly, I do you buy music? I don't. I mean, Not I subscribe rap. to services, so you know, I get okay. I get it through and through. So I guess that's buying music for today. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, music is important, but really, that's how they making money though through streams. Yeah, that's how they do it, and you know, what I'm saying to to each his own, and more power to them. I hope they get all the money, you know, but I also hope that they be more mindful of the content that they put out as well, you know, for the little ones. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, just, you know, the dissing the dead homies and, you know what I'm saying, all of that rhetoric. That is, at some point, putting seeds in the kids' minds and, you know, just kind of like getting them off of a moral track or uh, a productive track. You know what I'm saying? Because, to be honest with you, is there anybody putting out music that you would really like your kid to hear? You know what I'm saying? Even though they hear it anyway. You know, my son surprised me when he be like, oh, I, you know, so-and-so. I'm like, what you doing listening to that? Oh, I heard him on YouTube, whatever. You know, <laughs> right. it's, it's like. I was just mm. saying that. <laughs> right, I was just saying that to my son. Like, he be knowing stuff that I don't know that he knew. Like, where you hear that at? You yeah. Know? <laughs> and I be like, I say, well, you know, you, you got to put it out there. Okay, dude, it's this. And, you know, and, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, you kind of like really try to kind of monitor what they hear, but then it's it's everywhere. You know, it's on YouTube, it's there. But no, I don't feel like this music is is adding to the quality of life. You know, mm-hmm. um, at least not in our community. Yeah, not these days. You're right. I mean, because like we always say, there's there's nothing timeless anymore. I can't really think of an artist that that's like of the now who, you know, we'll we'll be looking for or searching for outside of a few songs in the future, you know. Whereas we go dial up, you know, the entire culture from back in the day. When you listen to you listen to the old school music, you gonna listen to music throughout a whole time period. You might be in yeah. the '80s. Or the '90s, you know, but after that, it's like eh, just a few songs. Other than like, you know, DMX, Jay Z. I mean, you some stuff is cool to go to the gym with or club, and you know what I'm saying. But I mean, I, I, you know, back in the day, man, you know, your parents or you know your your loved ones or your family used to put on music and clean the house too, and you know, you grew up on uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, you grew up on the OJ's, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Exactly. Um, you know, the Isley Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that, I'm not saying that all their content was, you know, but, I mean, it, it was a little bit more. It touched quality. your soul, man. It spoke to you a little bit. But, but also, just to be fair, you know, the things that was going on back then helped you to connect to the music 
like, you know, more people being just like poor and impoverished and all of that type of stuff. Like nowadays, it's so much money that people really don't appreciate nothing, no way. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. Now, did you get a chance to see that, um, that Elon Musk uh, interview? I forgot who the, who the guy he interviewed with, but they was talking about in this particular segment that I saw about uh, going to Mars and, you know, he was talking about the um, when it was going to happen, like I think in like 2025 or something like that. But I, I, the part that got me was when he was just joking about people were going to die. I, yeah, I just thought that was cool. Basically, what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, that's, you know, he, he don't want to make it seem like traveling to Mars is going to be just great. It's dangerous. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, and people are going to die. But he just kept on saying that, and he was just joking about it. Like, is you are you going yourself? And people have no, he, already when they signed up. The mission and it's safe. Then yeah, he probably go up there. Yeah, but I mean, not everybody willing to travel through that dangerous uh, journey, like two months. Oh man, I know I'm not. I know you are. You would go. Oh yeah, you know Biden uh, picked up on that in his speech. And he was like, you know, basically, you know, we got, you know, we're getting samples from Mars and we're going to Mars. And he was just basically saying that we needed to build our infrastructure. And, you know, we kind of like, you know, we're waiting to basically get back on track so that we can, like, compete with China and uh, some of these other countries that are surpassing us. You know, just for instance, when COVID hit in China, they had a hospital built in like what three days and i made the joke earlier to a friend of mine it's like man if that would have been america they would have still been negotiating the 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 deal and who was going to get the contract to build it then they then it probably be two months of them setting up the equipment and you know what i'm saying like so much of the the um um red tape that that we put on on some of these projects but there's no way that we could even you know, attempt to do something like that. And and um, what people don't realize is when you start researching like other countries, America is behind. We still got lead in our pipes. You know, I was talking to a um, an excavator and he was saying like in some parts of the country, man, they still got wood pipes. And like we are so far behind in technology and infrastructure in comparison to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that is that is that is, uh, uh, Biden did address that, you know, so he is, you know, kind of like putting that out there. And I guess, you know, they're wanting, you know, the business uh, men that we have to tackle some of those things. A lot of people don't know, like, you know, um, you know, I, I um, Robert Kiyosaki, he has a, um, a, a series, you know, he has like um, people that come out. And they tackle like subjects where they're experts in. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of his books, um, it's, it's a book about taxes. And um, the author, he made a, a, a good statement. And um, I kind of took away from it in a sense of like the IRS puts out subsidies and stuff like that, that allows you to, you know, get money back for entering into certain industries and, you know, biz- smart business people, they start in those industries based on those, on those subsidies because they know they're, they're getting a, um, a, a tax credit 
for, say, for instance, if the IRS put out this, they say, okay, well, we need technology or we need, you know, more companies to enter. That's what America is. There, America thrives off of small business. I know we like the Elon Musk and the uh, Amazons and the, you know, um, um, the big tech companies of the world, but it is that everyday small business owner that really keeps America thriving. And so they try to inspire, you know, these people to invest in these industries, you know? So it's, it's all about how we process the information and how we act upon it, um, you know, and that, that allows us to basically partake in, in some of the things that the government has, you know, for, for the small businessman, you know? But um, yeah, man, it's, it's a lot going on, man. There's a lot of work to be done. That's for sure. Absolutely. Now, I know you uh just jumping on into the, our little social segment. I know you was, uh did you get a chance to check out the full interview with Umar John, Dr. Umar Johnson on The Breakfast Club this week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I done heard some different opinions about about it, uh, you know, since I looked at it. I'm, I'm kind of interested to hear what y'all got to say. Uh, but uh, a couple things stood out to me was when, uh, you know, talking about the schools and, the, the, you know, uh, the kids and, you know, uh, the, um, uh, what is it, the, uh, the drugs associated with, you know, learning disabilities or whatnot. And uh, I don't know, I, I think that uh, we definitely need more people to be having that conversation publicly. Whether you agree with my man or not, you know, I look at it, the bottom line with me is like, who else do you have out there who is doing it like he say he trying to do it? Or at least putting the, the, uh, the conversation out there, those, those tough conversations. I see where people are tripping over what, you know, um, what, not, not so much what was said, but who said it. And sometimes, man, you know, um, I, I, we talked about this earlier in the week. We have to separate the man from the message at times because sometimes the messenger is imperfect. But then we have to have enough discernment to recognize when someone is speaking truth. You know, even if you don't agree with, you know, the school situation, we don't have to stamp the person. We just have to process the information that's been disseminated from the messenger, if it applies. And I listened to the, the whole interview, and to be honest with you, I mean, I found no fault in what the man said as in, in, in regards to, you know, our plight here in America and um, some of the things that's causing that, you know. Now, you can disagree with, you know, wearing blind weave and interracial marriage and the school thing. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying, as they say, um, um, chew the chew the meat and throw away the bone, so to speak, you know. But I mean, as far as some of those comments that he was making um, about the um, school system, how they treat us in 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 the special ed, um, and and all, uh, you know, even the biggest thing to me that I took away was the reason why you have a Kamala Harris, and um, it was you know strategic planning, you know, politically, and how that. Um, though these other countries, what Biden made reference to, 
that are surpassing us in technology and, you know, just basically becoming world powers right before our eyes while we over here killing each other and, and the police is, is gunning us down. It's like we're imploding on ourselves and falling behind in the world um, superpowers, you know. So, you know, we have to compete with China and Russia and India and different things. So basically, according to uh, Umar Johnson, and I do not disagree with this statement, was that Kamala Harris was put in place because she is um, Indonesian, regardless of what, you know, what we look at as far as her skin pigmentation, you know, um, to basically be an olive branch to India. You know what I'm saying? So we have to recognize, man, you know, sometimes truth ain't necessarily what we agree with, but, you know, give it some time and, 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 and really use your discernment and uh, process what that man was saying. If, if, if you haven't heard what he was saying, I urge you to listen to him with, a, um, with an open mind. You know, like I said, you may disagree. You know, I don't like weave, but my wife wear weave. I don't have, it's not a difference to whereas, oh, I can't love you or, you know what I'm saying? But no, I, I prefer, you know, you know, natural hair. You know what I'm now, saying? Now, do you but, think that's a, you think that's one of the reasons? Well, first of all, your mic is popping a little bit. I heard that that yeah. time. Yeah, I heard that. Right. So, uh, so do you think that's why a lot of black women don't support him is because of his perspective on like interracial dating and. And all of the, you know, the weave stuff and all of that. That could be a possibility, you know. Um, but again, you know, I mean, you can agree to disagree. But um, because someone is imperfect, does that mean that they could never speak truth? Or because, you know, uh, you may not like something that their stance, you know, does that mean that they can't speak truth? Whereas when um, white people tell us to forgive who, who they think we should forgive, you know, it's like no questions asked. But when we, you know, we're quick to say, oh, nobody's perfect and nobody should judge it, you know, but then would you tune out somebody speaking truth, you know what I'm saying, because you don't like their stance on this or that or the yes, other? Yes, that you, you would, know? and that's what we do. <laughs> we do, but is that right? No, obviously because it's not right. if that's the case, then no, nobody could ever speak truth because – I've, I've, I'm imperfect. I've made mistakes. I've, I've said the wrong thing, or I may have a stance that you may not agree with, you know, but I mean, that doesn't mean that I can't speak truth. And you got to recognize when somebody has the platform and they're speaking to the generation of the culture, you know, to take heed and apply that or just take it into consideration, if nothing else. Now, what do you think about the people who, uh, got a problem with the school now you know that you know a lot of people was uh like it was a lot of controversy about that some years back you know and then he finally got the school you know he finally got the school he said he don't own a, a more he don't pay a mortgage on it or nothing like that um but he also wants to you know get donations from people you know what i mean obviously black people he want you know black people to to uh support what he's doing you know subscribe and, and sign up and uh, to help his dream true, you know? What you think about that? I wish him well, but he not getting a dollar from me. And that and I ain't a disrespect to him, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> that's just how I feel about it. But you know, I could still listen to the man, and and, and he said some some very very powerful stuff. He said some bro. powerful stuff. Yeah. What you think, you know? dude? Well, I mean, I know some people that said they was gonna donate for it uh, to the school, but they said you know it was some disappointment there because at first they didn't. People was like, well, wait a minute, what happened to the first? I guess set of donations, but. I mean, some things take time, and like, hey, like you, uh, like Skrilla said. I mean, hey, he probably did. He ran into some red tape, I guess, initially. But uh, we'll see. But he's trying to, you know, he's trying to um, get it all together now. Like you said, he got it, got it going or whatever else. But I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. He seemed to got. He he seemed to have a lot of uh, support in certain areas. Like uh, you know, the Breakfast Club seemed to pretty much support what he's talking about, and uh, you know, he I, actually he also spoke on a couple of these uh, these police situations, didn't he, uh, Montel? Oh yeah, and that's that's the thing, man. It, it's like, you know, he aside from the school, aside from the interracial, aside from the weave, everything else, dude said. I mean, pretty much. In a nutshell, I agree with. You know, I didn't find no fault in what the man was saying. He wasn't lying on any of it. He was spitting straight facts. He made a good observation, and he he conveyed uh, his message very well, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I don't I don't see no other uh, business or a race of people, like we was talking, Skrilla, when we, we see movies where there's no black people, no Asian, no nothing, it's just white folk. But you don't see them putting up uh, a billboard or a poster saying that if you don't have this or if you don't look like this, then we're not going to hire you. I think that that's a recipe for a lawsuit, a whole bunch of lawsuits. If this is to be a business, then how can you, uh, you know, like put that out there? If that's the way you're going to do it, then... That's the way you run your business. But to put that out there and advertise that, I don't think that's a smart play. For it getting may not, but you know what? I mean, I, I mean, you, I've heard businessmen say that they may think twice about hiring women. But do the they put that of, on a flyer, though? Do they get on a talk no. show and say that publicly? No. No, but I, 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 again, you know, for the climate that we in, I mean, I feel like we need that. We need that to be said, and we need that to be understood. Now, everything don't need to be advertised on no bullhorn. You know what I'm saying? Because if it can if hurt you, can, you, you, you can advertise it within your, your group. But, but to just get on a public platform somewhere that they're going to put that out there, then that's just, that's a, like I say, it's a recipe for lawsuits, problems. And how could you be... Um, focus on the business at hand, which is to, you know, enhance the life of these kids or whatnot, when you're going to be having to deal with all of this court stuff. Now, you can do may, your thing. It may be. When you go to, be. look, when you go to an Asian restaurant, like, think about the ones that where we come from. You didn't see nobody but those Asian people working there. Period. So we know that you can just hire who you want. But when you advertise it, it's almost like shooting yourself in the foot, especially if you start to become successful. You know that. So that I don't know. That may be true, but I mean, I mean, yeah, that may be true, but at the same time, that's the line he he towing. But that's why I can. That's why I can believe in it. That's why 
hey, I don't have to hate on you, but like you say, I can't be sending no $50 a month and all of that type of stuff. Nah. But I wish them the best, you know? <laughs> not- yeah, like I say, man, I, I, I'm not here to, um, you know, validate his school or nothing. I'm just talking about, you know, the things that he was talking about. Yeah, he was on point. Yeah, no doubt. We're going to get ready to get up out of here, man. But we definitely got to talk about this NFL draft that just went down uh, or that's going down as we speak. Whole lot of uh, a whole lot going on with that. D-Marl, you been following up? Yeah, they had some good picks there. Um, Really, the Chicago Bears did yeah, pretty baby. good. They got that. They got fields the out of Ohio, from Ohio State. And as a quarterback, and they picked up a left tack, uh, tackle as well in the, um, today. And uh, the Jets actually got uh, that other quarterback, which his main name is not coming to mind. But the shot, but also um, Mac Jones, which is the third top quarterback um, in the in the draft. Uh, he went to New England Patriots, and he 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 actually has some foot he actually has a lot of robotics similar to tom brady so they're thinking that's the successor to tom brady with bill belichick getting his hands on him that's what they that's what they're looking at so probably this would be cams last year plus he might be fighting for his job and then go from there so and it's a lot of other stuff going on but there's some other ones that's going to be coming in too but no it was a good draft no doubt so what did your boys do what did the lions get Anybody know anything like? Oh, oh, the Lions got what is that left tackle? He is very good. Oh, yeah. They said oh, Sue to, or Sewell or something. I, I saw that. Yeah, one. yeah, to help protect um to help protect Jared Goff. I mean, since you're gonna have Goff over here, you know, uh, and 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 stuff like that because he takes too long to think anyway on his on his progressions and everything. So he do not need to be having to break plays breaking down on him. So that is what they needed to address. So they kind of did the right thing, shockingly, to right, the Lions. Right, they always try to go crazy I mean, and get, they, the, <laughs> get the receiver they, that they, don't work. <laughs> they yeah, got a they defensive just, <laughs> tackle too, though, right? I think in round two yeah. they got a defensive tackle. Yeah, they got the, they got a defensive tackle. I don't know what it is. But that's all this in the second or third round, the day and tomorrow, these defensive tackles and these cornerbacks and stuff, that's where actually you find them at in this round. So, again, but it's about picking the right person. So, that's what we're going to – we'll pay attention to them and see what they're going to do as far as the Lions and see if they keep on picking some decent people to come over there because they, re, they rebuild and they got to try to finally get something together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we'll see what happens. Yep, yeah, yep. we'll see what happens. Another bogus LeBron season. James is tonight, too. LeBron James is supposed to be playing tonight. He's – uh, to, with the Kings. Oh, against yeah. Against the Kings. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and come in there. Yeah, before they get, before the Lakers get in way too much hot water. They're already in water, but it, 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 and it is hot, but they need to hurry up and get him back in there. So he was scheduled to come back around now anyway or next week, but I think he's supposed to play. And the game should be coming on tonight. I haven't checked it yet, but either if he don't play tonight, they, he, they said he's definitely playing on Sunday. So yeah, he heard him coming back. So we can get Anthony Davis together, who has been not good at all over the last three games since he's been back. So, mm. well, we got the scoreboard tonight. The 76ers beat the Hawks 126 to 104. Trailblazers over the Nets 128 to 109. Uh, the Wizards are over the Cavaliers 122 to 93. And the Spurs and the Suns are going head to head right now 137 to 136. Wow, it's a high scoring game. 
crazy. Oh, yeah. It's way high scoring. You're listening to the Talk 100 podcast on the Talk 100 Network. I'm Jay Raphael here with my guys Montel Skrilla and DeMarl. This is what we do every single Friday night. Tune in, drop a comment, you know, reach out to us. This is what we do. So we'll be here. We'll wait for y'all, you know what I mean? Before we get out of here, I got to give a big old salute to our sponsors and biggest supporters, New Leaf Home Solutions in Waterford, Michigan, a premier real estate investment company which can help you make your dream home a reality. Also serving the Metro Detroit area, Herbal Rotation LLC, a company which helps to draw awareness to safe and responsible herbal healing and also helping to diminish the harmful effects of opioid abuse in society. You can check the newsletter every Monday morning at 8 a.m. at herbalrotation.com news. And also, if you like live uh, play-by-play sports and game action, you can check out my man D. Marle on R, the letter R, Sports Time, which is real sports time, with D. Marle on YouTube and Instagram all week long. D, what you got coming up this weekend? Well, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna do some more stuff tomorrow. Catch up on these last rounds of the draft tomorrow, and again, looking for um, to catch to uh, probably cover that game play by play for uh, for the Lakers. The Lakers with LeBron, uh, like I said, returning either tonight or that game on Sunday. They're gonna be playing the Toronto Raptors, so probably go live on that game. That's gonna be Sunday afternoon. So stay tuned to the um, Real Sports Time channel for that on YouTube. And so yeah, we'll get that. We'll do it like like, like that. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. If you're checking us out on the replay, come on back next week. This is what we do. My final thoughts this week is going to be learn to make some adjustments. Do what you do or do what you have always done, and you'll just get what you have always gotten. And that's a fact. Also, we, we forgot to drop the, uh, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. 1-800-273-8255. It's a free 24-7 confidential service that provides people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress or people around them with support or information and local resources. So lock that number in if you ever need it. Since this is a big time mental health time that we in 2021. Skrilla. Yes, sir. You in the lab tonight? Uh, I might be for a little while. No doubt. We still got that. I mean, we can jump on. We might jump on over on the Twitch, y'all. We got a uh, something that was posed earlier, which was uh, something that Steve Harvey. What did Steve Harvey say again, Montel? Oh, about uh, men and women not being able to be friends or something oh, like that. Oh, just friends. Can men yeah. and women be just friends? So I guess that's meaning like if you was in a relationship and your wife had a bestie who was a guy or vice versa, is that something that can be maintained or should it be or whatever? So we might throw that on the chopping block for about 10 minutes or so. So if we do it, a pop on the uh, Twitch page, which is NCG mm. Media uh, right after the show. So again, thanks for listening. We'll be here next week, next Friday, so tune in. That's all I got. I'm out. Stay safe, everybody. Peace. Peace.
What up, though, YouTube? I'm Jay Raphael here with my guys Montel Skrilla and D Marl, and you're listening to the Talk 100 podcast. It's Friday night. I'm feeling all right. If you're falling through for the first time, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, share it with somebody. That allows us to stay here and do what we do, which is put current events and trending topics on the chopping block. We give our perspectives and our opinions, and we always make sure we keep it a buck. Check us out online at talk100.com, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Twitch at talk the one H-U-N-N-I-D. Thank you for being here on a Friday night and giving us your support. If you want to link up with us and be a part of the conversation, you could just drop a comment in the uh, chat box below. We try to work your perspective into the discussion tonight or just hit us up online at talk the number one H-U-N-N-I-D. Tonight on The Rundown, we'll be chopping it up a little bit about these uh, police shootings and the Chauvin verdict, a little bit of COVID updates, and a whole lot more. So stay with us. Keep it locked in. Fellas, let's go. Fellas, it appears that we have a crisis on our hands, and uh, mm. with these police shootings, I know a lot of people disagree with that. Uh, we had another one, you know, right at the uh, the verdict of the Derek Chauvin case. So I guess we could kind of jumble these two in together. But um, so Derek Chauvin was convicted of homicide, basically, and uh, he was led out of the the courtroom and handcuffs and uh, a lot of people have different opinions about it um but at the same time like i said the young lady was shot like 30 minutes before that even happened and uh there's a lot of of, of people talking about that and her name is Micaiah Bryant Correct. so yeah, yeah. Demarle, did you uh w did you get a chance to check out the the body camera footage Absolutely. Matter of fact, today I've seen another angle too. There was a house, there was a neighbor right across the street who had a camera on the house facing the street. And so you got another angle there too. But yes, I did see the body camera. The officer who pulled up, a white officer, got out of his car and it was within 22 seconds after he got out the car, he fired five shots on a center mask of Micaiah Bryant, who's 16 years old. Mm. And this happened in Columbus, Ohio. And that's like Ohio's biggest city, right? 
Yeah, okay. So they released both clips, and the, and the clips went up like really fast, right? Like within yeah. a couple hours, they had the the body camera footage released. Yeah, within I mean, almost like 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 soon as we got that um, Chauvin verdict, it seemed like that's that video starts circulating. Mm. Yeah. So so as far as the controversy. Because a lot of people, I heard that LeBron James went on his Twitter rant and uh, ended up having to delete what he said. I didn't get a chance to see what he said, but DeMar, I know you checked that out. Uh, what what was that all about? Well, right after it happened, uh, basically LeBron James, he sent out a tweet. He said he's so damn tired of police killing black people. He also said accountability which is what he's which is what he typed in right after the Chauvin uh, verdict but he said accountability and he said you're next and so everybody different people who were following him spent it they spent his words and basically said that could be viewed as a threat what do you mean accountability you're next now the obvious would be you're next as in the same thing like have with, with Derek Chauvin but they got a chance to spend it because it's an opportunity people and so he just took it down and he retweeted after that. I took I took that tweet down because this is a, it just became another reason for people to start some more hate, which is what we don't need. Mm -hmm. We're talking about accountability. He basically explained it himself on why he took it down and then reiterated that it's just a you know, this is a problem, obviously. And he's just tired of it. That's basically what happened. So why did he recant? Why did he take it down? Like, what was... I don't... I, that's my point, too. I don't know. I mean, it I seemed like it was a valid statement regardless of uh, whatever. I mean, black people are being gunned down or just killed by police officers. Um, right. But what I thought, Skrilla, what I thought was kind of crazy is that, for me, like, I saw the footage, and I saw... I mean, the only thing this guy would be able to say that he was trying to protect the girl in the pink from the girl with the knife. But he shot her while the girl was right in front of her. What if he had a missed and hit the girl that she was trying to stab? That don't make sense to me. I mean, he he was he successfully hit his target, but I don't know. It just I don't know how this is gonna play out in court. But it's gonna be another lengthy case. What you think? Um, let me confirm something. I heard it was like six more shootings immediately not immediately but since the Chauvin verdict there's been uh um six more police shootings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't hear that one yeah. i didn't hear that either um uh, i wouldn't i'm not surprised i just seen it yeah yeah that that is so it's kind of like um um more of the same you know um i know at one point you had um people celebrating you know the verdict but then you know do you celebrate you know for one vi one battle victory when the war is still raging you know mm. yes say that because that's what i was feeling when i saw all of these people celebrating in the streets uh i just felt like it was a little overdone it was too much and i understand being happy i'm happy too that you know the verdict played out how it played out but to be celebrating it like that, to me, it was just overdone, and it make black people look a little bad, in my opinion. It, yes, it's like they and, won and, a championship and, or something, and and this is just <laughs> like 
you know, Derek Chauvin is just one guy. I remember we was talking, D. Marlin, they act like he's the only racist cop or cop who, you know, feel like that. They forgot that it was police officers letting them people into the Capitol. That's it's, right. It's dirty and, people and, everywhere. Right. And, and you know what? Back to what you said as far as this Micaiah Bryant situation. I wouldn't be surprised if he he gets off because of what you just said about him defending the other, trying to save another life. And what's interesting to me, this is something nobody ain't pointed out, and they're not going to like it. The other body cam shows, I mean, the other camera shows, the people, uh, Bryant's, um, her, her people, I don't know if that was her uncle, dad, he was actually, this is the part that made me sick, he was actually about to kick one of the girls, actually when she slipped, in her head. So in other words, this scuffle that was going on, here's the thing, this scuffle that was going on, this was one of those in the hood, in the ghetto, kind of a street fight thing, and the parents was kind of, and, and or grown up and adults, basically, I'm gonna be honest, letting it happen. They weren't breaking that up. Yeah, now that right. has nothing to do with the officer and what he did once he showed up. But what I'm talking about, it was a typical thing that we all know, we've been in the hood where somebody down the street, neighbor, the kids don't like each other. Mm -hmm. They fight. You got sometimes parents, and we know this, will let them fight or let them do stuff. Well, well, that's how it happened with, with us. I mean, yeah, that's how we was, that's how we was raised. Nowadays. nowadays, a 13 year old will shoot you in the face. We can't, we can't do that no more. All right, son, go out there and square up with them. You don't let, now, yeah, you teach them to defend themselves, but having them square up or go do anything, what happens? This girl go grab a knife out of the kitchen. Now, once the officer got there, went to another level, but I'm talking about that side of it. They let, in other words, they let this happen. Now, see, that's, nobody don't want to talk about that. Roland yeah. Mar, all the people, I, I watched all the segments on this. They're not going to bring that up because all they're going to deal with, uh, Skrilla, the officer showed up and inside of 22 seconds, he shot her in the chest, which I don't agree with that. But that's just going to be the focus. I'm just talking about the other side of it, too. Like, it's just too much stuff going on. And she called the cops. Well, some I read said that she was the one who called the police. And, uh, and, and I, you know, it's just like we've been saying, like, black people getting themselves in situations. Like, if you knew the police was there, why is you charging somebody with a knife in the first place? You there we see go. The, you you got to understand, the... too, you know, your adrenaline and pumping. And from, from the reports that I was hearing was the fact that, you know, the young lady was getting jumped right. by a group of girls. Now, you had a bunch of people standing around. They could have took, broke it up. You know, if you go, you know, don't let them jump the girl. But at the same time, she defending what she thought, you know, her life at the time. And little did she know her life was still in jeopardy when the police showed up. And uh, not if she hadn't have been attacking the girl with the knife. Well, I wouldn't say she was attacking a young lady, but at the same time, if you're defending yourself, depending on the, the, the uh, at the time that you show up, it could appear that way, you know, but that's why you you break it up. Well, based you know, on it the didn't footage. even seem like it didn't even seem like he announced himself. You he know, did, like, though. Hey, you, I saw his body you know, camera. He got out the car and said, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And the girl came running down the driveway in his direction. She was facing the police officer. You saw his car pull up. Somebody said, uh-oh, here come the police. Somebody said that. Yeah. You got to yeah. calm yourself down. You know, that was, that was kind of crazy. You know, rest yeah. in peace to the young lady, you know, her family and all that good stuff. But we got to make better decisions out here, man.
Straight up. But now with this cop, and I don't want to spend too, too much time on this, but this police officer, the the girl he was trying to save, he put her life in jeopardy by shooting or in her direction. You shot the girl that was on top of her. What if the bullets had, a, you know, missed or whatever, went through her and hit her? And well, he could have easily just walked up behind the girl and grabbed the knife. She had her back to him. He could have just not yeah. grabbed the knife, but just, you know, stopped her arm. You're a cop. You got to know some kind of moves to disarm somebody with a knife from behind a kid. Come on, man. Yeah. And everybody was yelling, where was the taser at? That you, that, that allegedly was supposed to be used for Dante mm. Wright, which is another killer. Yeah. Okay. So uh, back on the uh, point that I was saying earlier. So uh, according to The Hill, and uh, it's another uh, article too, since the start of Derek Chauvin trial, more than 60 people have died at the hands of police. So that just give you a gist of like, mm. you know, what's really going on, you know? Wow. Um, and, and then that's why I say, you know, do we celebrate this battle? Um, and, 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 and again, you know, to, to her credit, which, I mean, it could just be, you know, some, some vain promises or whatever, but, um, you know, the United States vice president, she announced that basically, you know, they're considering legislation to basically, you know, um, make the police uh, accountable to basically actions like that. But uh, to me, I don't know if, if it should even be a point of discussion at this point. We've seen enough evidence you know, and and um, I think uh, Jay Ralph, we was talking about this earlier, even with the mass shootings and, and the police shootings, they they have certain um, stories that they pick up and make it national headlines. But right. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of people dying at the hands of the police. And I'm sorry, I got to say it. You know, there's another ethnic group who has not been killed or murdered by the government or government officials or whatever the case may be. White folks? And they have, no. <laughs> Asians? They ha- talking about they, Asians again? Well, we got, you know, <laughs> black folks, we got to stop Asian hate. But, we definitely you know, do. We need to stop but all But that legislation hate, is signed. It, it is already passed. It's signed. And and, mm. and and then, too, listen to the narrative of, of how they, they present these police shootings, you know, they never say hate crimes or, you know, but if if uh, um, a citizen, certain citizens in this country get punched in the face or knocked down or pushed hard, then it's I- immediately defined as a hate crime. But I have never seen any uh, headlines, you know, saying that, oh, this police shooting was a hate crime or that's this was, a great point. you know, saying like, you know, just listen point. to yeah. the wordplay yeah. and how they play with us, man. And, and it's nothing to celebrate. That's true. That's true. But we're going to move on past it, man. Again, rest in peace to the young lady, man. Hopefully they get some type of justice and uh, the conversation continues, you know? So this week in, uh, with the COVID situation, what's going on, uh, in the health world, I heard the Johnson and Johnson uh, vaccine is about to be back on the shelves, or is it back? It's been it's been lifted. They've paid their dues, uh, Skrilla. They've paid their dues. <laughs> they weren't going to sit out, out too long now. It's too much money involved with this with this project as far as with these vaccines. 
vaccinations. They're not going to sit around, not continue to have their piece of the pie. So in essence, they went and did, I guess, what they needed, the adjustments they needed to make with the vaccinations, and now they're back online. Now, I saw uh, Skrilla that it was uh, like four uh, different, like, blood clot, rare blood clot, like, diseases that's been resulted, you know, for this vaccine, and, like, four people have died, something like that. I don't know exactly, but it's in that ballpark. Uh, I know, I know that I know you against that. So, what you think about that? Is that enough to say? Nah, I ain't messing with that. Oh, I, I had a um, conversation with a friend of mine today. He got the vaccine, by the way, him and his wife. And uh, he said, "Man, you need to go ahead and go ahead and get it." And I said, "I don't have a reason to get it, you know." And uh, and and the whole point of the matter is, um. That's what we're. That's what they're reporting. Now, um, you know, they they claim that only one lady has died since she's since since she's been fully vaccinated, which I find that hard to believe as well. And then you have people also still catching COVID even with the vaccine. And according to the CDC, they're saying even once you're vaccinated, you still have to practice social distances right. and 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 wear your mask. And they they cannot put out a guarantee that you cannot get COVID-19 with the vaccine. But their claim is that, oh, it, it, it will stop it from killing you. But here's the thing. 99% of the people are recovered. You know, it, it, it's just kind of, it's just weird, bro. Hey, Fauci I mean, said something different, though. Fauci said that if you... Uh... You can just kind of, you know, forget about the social distancing or whatnot. A few about a month ago, he was they was asking him, and and that's what he said. After you get the second vaccination, you should be good. You know, business as well, usual. He he yeah, kind of. That, that's what they saying, but according to the CDC, that is not what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So uh, shouldn't he be flagged for putting out information? <laughs> Because if you put that up on your YouTube, and if you weren't Fauci, you put that up on YouTube or any of these social media platforms, and you say that they will flag you and say that you well, know, they're going against COVID-19 uh, guidelines, and you know they will mm -hmm. refer you to the CDC or who to get your information. So when you go to the CDC, as of last week, they were saying that even with the vaccine, you still had to be vaccinated. But some people right. are being told that if they have a if they've been vaccinated and if two people have been vaccinated, then they can be around each other without the mask. Just a lot of just a lot of circle. And, you know, like, I don't know, man, it's a lot of disinformation about it. And no, I don't trust it. And it's me. <laughs> I'm with okay. you, bro. Well, I'll say this because Fauci, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, you guys seen this. There was a. Uh, a update there when he was talking to some of the senators and I, I don't remember the guy the senator's name from ohio he was arguing with him and asking that actually he asked a direct question hey when are we going to get back to being normal when are we like he was and he was aggressively asked he said we're still not what we need to be so when he on that part when he had a full uh interview he was saying actually he was not given a direct answer. He said, "He said we we're not all we have. We're gonna it's gonna take some more time to get where we need to be." I don't have a direct answer to say. Okay, hey, on June third, we're gonna be able to now fully do what President Biden said as far as we can get to the direction of having 
barbecues, whether it's a small group, maybe 15 people, whatever. He's not actually saying that. So I don't know if that's walking back what he said before that or whatever, because this was a more recent uh, meeting that he had with a congressman in Ohio and they were asking him that, uh, Dr. Fauci. One thing I'll say, guys, just real quick, um, I've had what, it's been almost a week now for me. Well, this week, I got the vaccination last Friday. So here we are Friday. What they, what I have had, and my, myself and my mother, I have had some of the, the of the um, couple side effects, which which they say it, they ask about it. So, um, like a little 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 itchiness on my left leg happened, and also like in my back, where almost where the kidney is, it had a little bit of tense there, like as if you, when you tense from like if you from your muscle, I've kind of had that. So you and got something. I mean, you got some some type of negative symptoms, some new stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. popped well, up. Well, well, no, 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 right? But they, but but they, but they said that it's not like that. That that is not a lie on it because they're saying we're putting something in your system. So well, it's I mean, a everybody bit don't experience it though. That's all I'm saying. Everybody yeah. don't experience well, no, that part of it. And, yeah, but some people die. You're right. So yeah, yeah some people have worse. Yep. So the COVID so, conversation continues, you know, it's an ongoing thing, man. We'll be able to, we could talk all day about it, but we got to go to break. We'll be back in a minute. All right. So Skrilla, they say uh, it's a seller's market now. People are, you know, able to sell, but it's difficult to buy. So you could sell your house, but if you're looking to, you know, move right into a new situation, I don't know. You might be stuck having to live with somebody else for a little while or getting an apartment or something until you make that move. So what's going on right now in this uh, this current market situation? Well, yeah, basically, that's the gist of it. The inventory is low, um, you know, and then on top of that, you have, um, like, I made a couple offers this week, and the lady called me back she's like i got 14 offers and they're all over listing price and yada yada and you know so it's like she said do you guys want to offer more my clients didn't want to offer more so i mean and you know there that was and that's just basically where we at so we're looking at possibly uh um you know you know dealing with the inflation part of of things mm -hmm. and some people think the remedy um, from the feds would be to raise interest rates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, you know, they still haven't, um, part of that inventory would be foreclosures and, you know, things like that, that would hit the market here pretty soon for, you know. So right now it's just like a seller's market. The inventory is running out and the government is propping up this, this thing. And, 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 and once they make their move, you know, we're just expecting, you know, inflation or possibly, you know, so it, for, it may it, it may be a more of a buyer's market, but we'll see. Right. That's what I'm going to say. So for anybody who really don't, you know, understand or just don't know, uh, because it seemed like a contradiction. If it's a seller's market, obviously that means somebody's buying. So just like what you just said, 
So does that really kind of just refer uh, to like the fact that you can make more money as a seller right now? Well, yeah, that's part of what that means, but it's it's not a contradictory. There are more buyers than than homes available for sale. Right. So that's that's what makes it a, so it's a, buyer, a, a seller's market. Right. So gotcha. yeah, the inventory is low. So you know you you know and and now people are trying to take advantage of these low interest rates. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, most likely they will go up. You know, and and that's that's why you have so many people. You know, the, the houses are selling with two three days, bro. They on the market. I mean, so it's it's very, you know. Very, very, very competitive at this moment, if you're looking. That's what's up. Well, hey. But if you want to sell, <laughs> if you found somewhere to go and you want to sell, you 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 know, you get top dollar for your house. So at, at the end of the day, it's just a little bit of maneuvering. And it's been that way since since COVID. I mean, very challenging. Um I'm probably a pro at writing offers now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Well, in uh, in world news this week, I just saw a story yesterday. Uh, actually, I just was following up with it today um, out of in Indonesia, man. It, <clears throat> so basically, the Indo- Indonesian Navy is on the hunt for a missing submarine over there. And... Uh, and they only got like hours worth of oxygen. Like 3 p.m. Saturday, they supposed to be out of oxygen. It went missing like Wednesday morning, and uh, right after they asked to dive deeper. So the people on the sub they asked to dive deeper, and uh, they was down there rehearsing for some torpedo drills. It was like in like over there by Bali, like off the shores of Bali somewhere. So there's 53 people on board this this uh, vessel, and um, they lost or they gone because the Navy saying they dispatched two ships and multiple helicopters. Even the United States is helping them out right now. So, um, but what they said was the helicopter saw some oil slicks right near uh, where they asked to dive at. It's a diesel powered vessel, about 44 years old. I don't know if I would have been on that. Um, and they tried to sink more than 2,000 feet. But they, but they're not supposed to go any lower than like sixteen forty. So anything lower lower than that could be fatal. You know what I mean? So they the, the hopes went up last night because they found some, um, some uh, what is a magnetic item discovered like just below, so like a couple hundred feet below the water. So that's kind of crazy, man. I always like suffocation being down there. I would never get on the sub, you know. But it's crazy. That's what's going on over there. We want to, you know, send them some shout-outs or whatnot. 53 people, that's, you know, 53 families. And uh, it's a terrible situation. Would y'all get on the submarine? Would you get on the sub, D-Mar? D Did D drop out? Well, I, would, I mean, a submarine, would I get on one? Yeah, but not with hearing that kind of scary information. <laughs> What about you, Skrilla? Would you get on the sub? I'd get on a rocket before I get on the sub. No, That's just me. sir. I don't need <laughs> none of that action. None of that. A life vest is not going to help you. Say what? Having a life vest is not, not going to help you out nah. either. Nah, nah, the thing would just, just, I mean, they saw an oil slick. I think that's pretty, you know, 
evident that them people probably already gone. They're just hoping they know that the oxygen was going to run out tomorrow. That's a terrible situation, man. Straight up. So, uh, in the um, well, let me ask y'all though. When when I say uh, seeing is believing, what y'all think about this? I, you know, I hear what you say, but I watch what you do more. That's something I was thinking about this week. Like, people be talking a whole lot of stuff, man, about what they'll do and, you know, just, just talking about the, you know, support factor in whatever way, you know. People talk that talk, but when you sit back and pay attention, they really not doing what they could be doing. What, y'all, what that make y'all think about? Any situation? nature, bro. You're you going to have more stand, you're going to have less stand-up people you know, that's just how it go, bro. Everybody is not true to their word or, you know, it may sound good to say or it may even be the nice thing to say, you know. Oh, yeah, I got your back, bro. You know, <laughs> like, but, I mean, when it when it comes down to it, man, nine times out of ten, you, you may have a couple people that rock with you uh, as far as just, you know, um, getting the job done, getting the work done, you know, but everybody, you know, want to benefit off of the work that is put in but i mean when when it ain't when it ain't the um time for awards and and record uh mission you know for works being done when when you gotta put in that groundwork it's it's, it's not sexy to people bro and it, it's you know i i want to be with you but uh i don't want to do the work <laughs> yeah right but call me when you get it together i support it then you yeah, know right exactly or right. when somebody else support it that's when they, exactly. that's when they come, when, when strangers, you know, if we just talking about that, support in, in that way, then they'll come and, and get down with you, you know. But don't, well, don't tell I, me about it. Just show me. What you think, D? Well, an, an example of seeing as believing in it, it didn't believe, it didn't happen, was just four or five years ago with the Colin Kaepernick situation. And then... I knew a bunch of people that were saying, we're going to boycott the NFL. We're going to, we going to, we got to all stand up and make sure we're not white so we can affect the, the bottom line of the sponsorships and all of the people like that, because he needs to get another, he shouldn't be blocked out. He shouldn't be, he should be able to get back and get another job. They basically yeah. fell apart middle of the season, probably probably after the third or fourth game, they were right back into it. And not only that, Seeing is believing with the um, the players as well. 65% African-American players, they actually, enough of those players did not risk or say, okay, hey, we're going to sacrifice and all stand together to make sure that the right thing gets done so this brother doesn't get blocked. They didn't do that. So in essence, what I'm really saying is, first of all, his colleague, his, his peers, the end of other players, absolutely let him down. Because you still left the power in the owners that, hey, our bottom line isn't affected that much and not the other side of their bottom line that they concerned with. Our side of things and the player side of things, as in that, they didn't stand up to do that. So, yeah, seeing this, believing it, it all sounds good, like Skrilla said. In those moments when it's time for it, is everybody going to stand up, it's only going to be a few. That's right. That's right. We'll be back in a minute, y'all. This is D. Merle, and you're listening to Talk 100 with me and the fellas, J. Raphael, T. Skrilla, and D. Merle. 
every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We chop it up, cook it up, and keep it a buck on everything we discuss. Oh, yeah. So tune in every Friday and subscribe. So, man, you know, really the, what made, what I was thinking about with that was uh, the Shock G story. You know, it made me think about um, the, the DMX, mm. you know, thing. And it's like Rest everybody always you. come out and, and got all this love for you when you dead. And I know that's something that a lot of people say, man. And uh but but what's up with that? Like X was still working on projects. And I'm not trying to, you know, overdo the, the shock G story, you know, with that, but it's you know, we, we done lost two people in close proximity, you know what I mean? And uh DMX, Black uh Black Rob uh, Black Rob too. Black Rob and just died. But now everybody yeah. everybody want to, you know, talk about them and promote their music. And that's cool. That's a good thing. But at what point do we just, you know, start really, really giving them they, they props while they're still alive if they're the so-called legends? But you know what? You know, we got to recognize fake love, too. And then we also have to understand that they are in the music industry, the entertainment industry. And I don't know how many times. This is what I was... I, you know, I look at people sideways because I know that, you know, when you sick in that hospital and you land on that um, hospital bed, you know, the people that show up, you can probably say that those are real friends, right? But, yep. you know, but just just when the cameras cut on, oh, man, I just had a conversation with them. Man, I was just on the phone with them. And, um, you know, a couple people got busted out. You know, it, it just, it's like, you know, it's a good way for you to, you know, make yourself relevant in the conversation and, you know, promote your CD. You know, you know, everybody's <laughs> right. close to the dead, man. When you know, <laughs> but you know, if you was to get get his phone and all these people that's in these interviews and you know, got all these stories to say and um oh yeah, we just finna drop an album, man, or we got some unrecorded material, you know, you always hear these stories. Some of them be lying. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Now DMX you know, is in everybody's top five. Everybody, yeah, you know, yeah, man. All of a sudden. They just did the yep. top five thing all last year or two years ago, whenever that was, when everybody was. Dude wasn't even in the top ten. Bro. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Now only people that man. held him down. Only people, the main people that held him down, as you've seen on the cup, is, is Swiss. I remember two years ago, Swiss Beats saying, hey, when he's up there, up there with Charlemagne and now. And they were asking about him. They was like, so what's, what's it with X? He said, no, man. Hey, look, man. And we just worked on stuff. X got, X got some fire. And like yeah, you I said, did people decide to throw you away when they want to throw you away. Yeah. They yeah. weren't. He wasn't going to get no radio play or get everything. The close people that's near you promoted all that. But like you said, then as soon as things happen, wait a minute. We look back. Wait a minute. He do got a nice catalog. Well, that sounds nice to say that now because everything's trending. So we want to jump on the ride the wave. See, they don't want to say that, but really, you doing you doing the clout chasing, driving the wave thing. It don't sound nice because this is somebody that just passed. So you ain't gonna say that. But really, that's what those people are doing. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Hey, that's but you know, I will give it to J I give it up to Jada Kiss and a lot because they always, you know, oh no, you know, X was our, you know, our big brother, or you know, he he was the man. And cause see what what a lot of people don't want to. Um, a lot of people don't want to talk about is the fact that, um, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I know y'all seem like the headlines. It was a it was a rumor and it was proved to be false. But immediately after 
um, DMX died, you know, there was a, a, a report or headlines going around saying that Jay-Z had bought his catalog, yeah. donating the money and to the family, which it was a complete lie. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, somebody gave somebody the green light to put that out there. And he's everybody's favorite now. But when Jay-Z took over at Def Jam, you know, he shelved DMX, mm-hmm. who was the... Who, who who Russell yes, Simmons did. said that guy cut the he kept the lights on when Def Jam was 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 under going under DMX brought him back two number yes, one did. albums in one year that that has not been done when you go back to those early two thousands there was not a bigger rap artist than DMX yeah and you and he know, saved Def Jam that's why that's why Russell Simmons was ready to sell his last piece of, and stake up Def Jam it was already on its way out. Irv got in now, and they, they they bring over they bring over DMX. He hits the scene, and he resurrected the label. That label, which that Def Jam's a legendary label, but you still kind of went down. No different than Motown or some of the other longevity. They had their time, and they kind of went down. He resurrected. That's a fact. He did do that. DMX did that. Yeah, this dude was. I mean, when he was he was scorching, bro. I mean, he had more number ones than. You know, a lot of people, you know, on death, just in hip hop, period, you know, and it, and it's, it's funny how the narrative changed, you know, because when he was deemed as uncool or whatever the case may be, it's almost like the powers that be stifled his his career and then he faded to black. Now, some of it was his own personal, you know, self-destructive behavior that he was doing. But, you know, to, to bring it back full circle. I mean, there was nobody hotter. You know, if you're the president of, of, of Def Jam or any executive of Def Jam, you know, why would you shelve the hottest artist that you have? You know, it was, to me, it was like yeah. politics. You know, I don't rock with dudes. So, you know what I'm saying? I ain't putting yeah. his album yeah, on right. the shelf. Because right, exactly. it was a lot of disgruntled artists. I'm talking about multi-platinum artists. Yeah. That was disgruntled with Jay-Z. You know, and I was yep. kind of like one of those little things that, like, in an indirect way, I felt like somebody on that team released that information to kind of like steal that shine away from DMX because, you know, people, man, they, 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 they you know, they, they propped themselves up to be, you know, to try to make themselves look good. You know, as, at least that's the posture that they want to present before the world. But a lot of times, man, all this fake love, it you know, it really was hate when you was alive. Yeah, you know, it really was hate. And, and I just want to say, I know I'm shifting, but because you, you brought up the Shock G thing, we definitely want to give Shock G some love because first of all, he was definitely the person, and he was again somebody who true to treated some person like a brother for real. He the one who go ahead went ahead and put Tupac in the forefront, help him get going initially, and he stayed true to him. That was his real friend like you saw all that court case and everything else he was always there at those court hearings everything else it wasn't about him reporting no more but he was always there up until the whole thing even though he you know his career faded at a, whatever point it was but he was instrumental in and 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 initially starring him and he was that was his that really truly was his uh his real friend and it really was it was really genuine like you said but those people that's connected to to these artists and to people and really in real life in a regular civilian life too it's like you said it's it's only few and far between so and it always shows up it always hey, also always to give him his, his producer G, credit man. yeah he might have fell behind the scenes but dude was very instrumental 
and even producing for um, uh, Pac and, and other um, big acts, you know, behind the scenes. It really low key dude was a genius because he, he created yes. a whole um, um, alter ego, if you will. And but he was a heck of a producer behind the scenes as well. So, you know, he definitely was was a, a pioneer in the game. Hey, y'all remember that saying? sex packets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. That album was classic, dog. That's classic. a classic hip hop album. Straight that up. That is a classic. <laughs> yeah, man. Rest in peace, Shock G, man. We grew Shock up with G. that man, man. 57 years old. Rest in peace, Black Rob. You know, and DMX. Straight dog. up. The dog. Now, man, we're going to uh, jump on to these sports, though, D, man. Oh, did you hear about the, the young kid, uh, Terrence Clark? Kentucky freshman, he died in a car crash. Standout, oh standout. He just signed with Clutch Sports, and that was uh, so terrible. Just a terrible, terrible story, man. To die like that, man, man it's just uh, you know let a lot of people oh. down. Did you hear uh, anything else about the uh, the situation? No, not not any other updates about that full accident. I briefly did. There was so much going on, but. That is one that's, man, I just, my condolences to that family and just, wow, that's just wild. Yeah, Have your whole happen. future ahead of you. Yeah, people's going to get up out of there. And just something wild like that happened. It's random, man. Definitely pay attention on these streets. You got to be a defensive driver. I don't know if he was, it was, if he was a driver or passenger or what, but it looked like the car was a little small white car. I saw that in the scene uh, in some picture uh, attached to the story. So, man, just pay attention mm-hmm. out here on these streets. Yes, sir, man. Stay off those cell phones, man. You know how many people I see going down Texting and driving. That's a good point. Texting and driving. Yes. You know, not even texting, bro. I see people scrolling a timeline. Mm. Wow. Driving down the yeah, highway. Right. Like, literally. Checking Instagram and driving. Really? We all done did it. Knock it off. Every day. Bro. Don't try to Every act like you day. never did it. Everybody's unscrolled. Uh, look at uh, now it's at the light. So what happened when the light turned green? Do you put the phone <laughs> down? Do you put the phone down when the light turned green? Probably not. You probably <laughs> yeah. hit that gas first. You know what I mean? You know what helped me though? <laughs> I, I got one of those. My brother bought me a um like one of those cell phone holders that go on like in your vent, and I just put it yeah. up there. So it, it as long as you keep it out of your hand and kind of like out of your reach, you won't feel so tempted to just grab your phone and 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 you know look at it. Right. And and then you it is a discipline. You know that text go off. You expecting something? That email? That ding? That that you know you you gotta discipline yourself. Well, if you get a Bluetooth headset, if you get a Bluetooth headset, it'll read the text to you. If you have an Apple, I gotta phone. say this too. And listen, though, listen, in. listen. If you have an Apple phone, you can uh, you get the uh, Apple headset, and it'll just read the text to you when you get a text message while you drive, and mm-hmm. that's a smarter way to do it. You know what I mean? So then you just all hands off, and I just figured that out. I didn't have the headset for so long, but <laughs> but that's what you can get. That's what, the way to do it. Definitely. What you say, D? No, I was just gonna say real quick. LAPD said Clark, this is the unfortunate thing. He was traveling, they said, traveling at a high rate of speed and he ran a red light and he hit another car. Mm. Turning. 
cut out there, man. Looks like we lost D. Terrible yeah, situation, man. though, man. Rest yeah. in peace to the young blood. You know, his family, all prayers go up to them. And uh, all that good stuff. Now, Squilla, did you, uh, I know you don't really be following, man. But I, we got to talk about young Steph Curry. Now, I know, I, I don't think he was your favorite when we talked about him last. But this mm -hmm. dude is incredible, man. The, the, what he done provided to the game. And I know a lot of people don't even like the direction of basketball anymore with all the three-pointers and whatnot. But this dude, he, he on one of the most remarkable runs in, in NBA history. Mm. Straight up. Like, he done hit Salute like. Salute to him, man. He a great player. I ain't taking nothing from him. You know, I'm I'm just was saying if I was building my team, you know, I I, I would go with a a different style of play. You know, what I'm saying not necessarily you know a, a shooting type team. I mean, of course you want them somewhere on the squad, but you know, I mean, I'm I'm off for the big guard and you know that hard nose, that bad boy type of you know, smash the boards, get in the paint, you know, <laughs> do that. You know, but guess what? I'd rather have a a Shaquille O'Neal dunking and getting me my 40 then relying on the three points. Yeah, but there's That's no Shaquille me. in the league. No, no, right I'm now. saying we were just talking. I know you brought up that conversation when we were talking last week or just about, you know, just just what I prefer to see. What or what I not necessarily what I prefer to see, but what I prefer to win games. But you're not going to win games with that type of team in this current NBA. That's what I was saying. That kind of team, you, you everybody have to be able to shoot three pointers, period, because of people like this. Everybody, that's just the game now. But dude, them dudes, them dudes will get, man. Come on, man. You think you they'll get destroyed guys. by the old school, huh? Heck yeah, I don't bro. think so, man. I believe. What's it, that? Mike, he think that the uh, the old school players would be able to destroy these new three point shooting teams, and I just beg to differ. They they wouldn't even if they allow the rules if they allow the old school rules if they allow the like old what? school rules like what like the, the touching of the elbow when the you hand, shoot the your, your three that's a simple adjustment like, like, that's a simple you know adjustment the tricks listen though but that's those are simple adjustments that you just can do but you can't uh, I mean Reggie Miller couldn't shoot like this man and these dudes don't play no defense man I ain't I, I'm not impressed bro these dudes don't there's no way. A Chuck it is Davies. a cuteness. It's too much it's, of a cuteness. It's no way a Chuck it's Davies, too much accuracy, a Pat though, Riley would allow 140 points on a regular, 120, just ridiculous. Like, no way, man. That That's just not how – that's not even how I was taught basketball. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? They lazy when it come to defense, man. They are, but Literally. they're scoring three points and you're only scoring two. They, they yeah. you know, they, they scoring more points than in, in history. If you put Joe Dumars on Steph Curry, that's that's ice. No way. Flat out. For no sure. Way. That's a fact. That's now that's ice. a fact. Man, y'all crazy. Ice. I don't know what. That's man. ice. <laughs> put Joe Dumars <laughs> on Steph Curry. That's but look, ice. so that means that there's nobody in the current league who got better defense than Joe Dumars because nobody can stop this dude. Nobody has done it yet. He continued to man. break records. Like, he, he the only person who averaged uh, – uh, it's only two people who done averaged, like, more points in one month, which is uh, James Harden and Kobe Bryant. And this is in, like, five games, man. 
this month. This dude is like on a, a 40 point a night. Just incredible, incredible shooting, man. You never seen nothing you know like this before. Do he work you know hard? What's interesting? And, and I love that. I love the fact that he, he do not hard stop running. And he has perfected his game. And but that's what I'm I used to love about you. Reggie Miller. And who else? You. Ray Allen used to do that. Yeah, Ray, Ray Allen, Reggie yeah. Miller, and Rick Hamilton. Um, um, those guys, bro. He will light I mean, any one on. of them niggas up. Listen. This dude hit a hundred. He hit a hundred three pointers in a row. Whoever did that, he hit a hundred three pointers in a row. <laughs> Here's what I say to it overall, and just to your point, Striller. This this is as to your point. The reason why he still, and this is just maybe unfortunate, I guess. The reason why he still, no matter what, won't get looked at in the same way of a Kobe, a LeBron. He 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 revolutionized the game, so he'll get that credit. But the reason it won't get looked like that, to your point, Skrilla, is because guess what? As great as that is on the offensive side, it's 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 done in the clean, cute way. And overall, that's not how it works. How LeBron, how people put together multiple ways of how they score. Even Kevin Durant does that. It ain't just, and he has a great shooting percentage himself. But Kevin Durant still could do all that other stuff. So all of those guys, they're gonna all be pushed above as far as the whole overall picture of the impact of the game over him, even though he's doing all that scoring and breaking all them records. Cause it's just too, it's just too cute. And that's all it is. And it's that aspect of, it. and it's just shooting. So just practice every day, do a whole bunch of shots, but can you do <laughs> this, 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 and this? Hey, look, Steph putting up video game. That's uh, the thing. So he, he gonna, he's not going to be, he, he won't, he won't get looked at as that in that kind of a way, listen, but that's not trying to take down the worst ability. Look, so, he scored 535 points in the last 15 games. <laughs> no, that's incredible. a beautiful thing, man. I, I'm not taking that from him, but I just feel like the climate in which he's playing is a little different. He would still be a great player in any era. Don't get me wrong, but I don't believe if he was getting pressed full court, uh, I don't think he. I say he this, man. What, what people on. don't like to say with when they say the any era argument, you know, you forgetting that it's it would be the same way mentality wise for all players. Period. That's all I'm saying. Like they would be they would be more durable if they came up in that time. I get just it, like and I'm not even else. saying that he's a fragile guy. He's I am not no more. Yeah, he used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, dude, I'm telling you, man. I, I mean, I salute the, the the progress. However, you know, he would be one of many in that bad boy era, in that bull era. You know, first of all, Jordan ain't finna let. See, that's the thing. Like, where where LeBron and Jordan uh, differ, you know, is the fact that you had a certain pride. Oh, they ain't finna come in here and do this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that, and, and and now these dudes, they just, it's a, like a prima donna, you know, yeah. you, you no, George, I'm going to do my it's thing. It's a whole thing to yeah, it. But That's it's the, fine. It's the, point, it's the but. NBA with social media, uh, with technology and everything. Everything has technology in the mix. That's like another sense for everybody. And everybody don't use mm-hmm. it the same way, you know. It, it, that's like a part of everybody That's nowadays. in you. That competitiveness is in you. And, and, and this is and this is what I say with Jordan. You know, about, me I was talking about the like the prima donna and all of that type of stuff. The you know everybody's a brand and all of that. 
You know, everybody friends like and that. high fives and signing each other's jerseys and all of that stuff is just yeah, it's the new age. Yeah, it's a new age, bro. I mean, but you know, they, they getting their coin, you know, and they and they uh they doing their thing, bro. You know, I don't, I'm not uh, um impressed, you know, as far as to watch <laughs> it. You know, I hear it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't. I don't, you know, the fact that you telling me this, this is news to me. You know, <laughs> I just don't watch sports, bro. I, I That's not my thing. I used to, but now I don't, you know, I've watched a few games and I just, I'm not impressed. That's me. Well, big, big props. Yeah, right. And I, and I definitely feel you on that, Spiller. But big props to Steph and his accomplishment. Because we never, like you said, we, we're not taking nothing from it. Just, just evaluating everything with, from the different time frames and what happened then and now and then other well-rounded players. They did uh, KD from a burner, quote-unquote, even though we know it was him. He liked the comment that a person said, a girl said, that Steph needed two other All-Stars. This was a blasphemous thing to say, that Steph needed two other All-Stars for him to win championships <laughs> and call, um, call him a scrub or something along those lines. Oh, no, he ain't a scrub. And KD liked that comment. I'm like, KD, what do you like in the comment for? Did you forget you got beat and then came over there to that team so, you'll, so you can get two championships because you couldn't <laughs> yeah. break, beat LeBron? He already He's led so them to, to, to title before KD got there. You know exactly. I mean? But KD is a so sensitive and always want to do it because he wants to be loved as much as LeBron. It's never going to happen, buddy. And he wants to be in the four. He ain't saying that, but that's what he... He's always crying and ready to argue with somebody and all this other stuff. He's just, I'll be looking at him like, dude, are you 15 years old? And that's the thing. He's such a great player, but he's so, so, and so sensitive and man, just these so insecure. Guys, these guys got so much power these days, man. You know, with, with all that y'all saying about them, like it's nothing like it used to be. Like they're able to have an impact on society like never before with all the money that they making and all of the not just the money but just the, the uh way that they could be so visual and just in, in your living room all day that's a big mm -hmm. old responsibility man and affect businesses and all that good stuff that's facts yeah so you know it, that's 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 one thing like it's just a part of society and it has a big big impact on the kids you know because they the way they sell all these leagues and everything to them you know, so mm -hmm. you know that's why I pay attention. I pay attention to it. You know, I like the the game, the competitiveness, and everything. And you know how Steph—it's only a few people, a few athletes that we got who have the same type of work ethic as a Steph Curry, LeBron, and Floyd Mayweather. Like the people that you know, they just work and spend a lot of money on being the best they could be physically. You know, the what best I mean? they could be. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's that's a uh, it's something to watch. You know what I mean? It's definitely something. J. Rab, J. Rab, did you hear there's going to be a new, a possible new governor in Los Angeles? In Los Angeles? No. Who, yeah. Who's that going to be? Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor, Strilla. Wow. She wants to get her run at. The, uh, she said California's worth it, and so she wants to run. She, well, she and ex men's uh, gold medal Olympic winner. But now Kata, uh, now Caitlyn Jenner mm. wants to uh, run for governor of uh, Los Angeles. Well, I got one thing to say about that. She gonna win. 
That's all I got to say about it. Hey, yeah. y'all listening to the Talk 100 podcast on the Talk 100 network. This is what we do every Friday night. Just hook up. Three brothers chop it up about current events, trending topics. And we always make sure we keep it a buck. Uh, before we get out here, I'm going to give a big old shout out to our sponsors and biggest supporters, New Leaf Home Solutions in Waterford, Michigan, a premier real estate investment company which can help you make your dream home a reality. Holler at my man Skrilla on Instagram, and uh, all of those links will be in the description. Also, Herbal Rotation LLC, a company which helps to draw awareness to safe and responsible herbal healing and also helping to diminish the harmful effects of opioid abuse in society. You can uh, check out their newsletter every single Monday morning at herbalrotation.com news. And also, if you like these uh, live play-by-play sports and uh, game footage and game recaps, holler at my man DeMar on Real Sports Time with DeMar on YouTube and Instagram. And, uh, oh, also, we got to, well, I don't know. Maybe we should wait on the, like, the uh, surprise thing that we're going to put out Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to figure that out. out. Dang. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Well, appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure you hit the button to subscribe. We don't really need nothing from y'all, but, uh, you know, have a great week. Oh, yeah, my final thought tonight is going to be make sure y'all change y'all air filters in your furnace seasons changing if you got a lot of dust in your house make sure you get up on that and if you still got dust check that dryer uh exhaust that's one of the the biggest causes of houses on fire and all that type of stuff so make sure you clean that out for the season and uh Mm. that's all i got fellas yeah my final thought would be think about this police should be removed from being able to take anybody into jail on a routine stop on a misdemeanor. And if they're gonna have a felony stop, it should be a higher up officer that has to come to the scene to make sure things don't go right. That's something that needs to get passed in legislation. Mm. Mm. Oh man, just, you know, planning. Man, I wish I had um long long story short, I had um attempted to do an interview last night with a um a young lady and I had my handheld recorder because we were having a great conversation, so I just did an impromptu try to record it. Um I wanted y'all to hear it. However, when I played it back, it was just full of static, but our conversation was about um having a personal plan and a family plan, you know, um, still talking about that legacy and, and, and just, you know, just having a goal and, and structure and, 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 and a protocol and all of that um, with your kids, disciplining them and having a regimen for them uh, and, and for yourself, for your spouse and for your family collectively, you know, let's do it, man. And, you know, cause, because essentially, man, other ethnic groups have these things in place and you do not see um, the disrespect um, by the government and the police. Um, you're not going to um, treat other ethnic groups that, that are more close-knit, have, have uh, political power and, and also uh, financial stability. You know, so, you know, we got to think about rebuilding our communities. 
you know, um, and, 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 and that type of thing, because it's going to be on us. As you see, we don't have, you know, a lot of friends or allies um, in, in government and in, in the cities and, you know, that we need. And we need to put our people in place. We need to first get ourselves in place and put our people in place, people that look like you and do business with people that look like you and, 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 and grow together as a community. And, and eventually as a nation, you know? So power to the people. Um, I'm on my Marcus Garvey, uh, Super Self, uh, like all that. that good stuff. I like that. I like that, man. Hey, y'all listening to the Talk 100 podcast on the Talk 100 network. I'm Jay Raphael here with Montel Skrilla and DeMar. And this is what we do every Friday night. Peace to everybody who might check this out. Have a great week. We'll holler at y'all next Friday. And uh, that's all I got. Peace. Peace. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody.